When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today we're headed out the door right after work to get in a little early evening hiking as the sun sets later and later this spring. That's right, Jim. Now that we are officially in daylight savings time and as days naturally continue to get a little bit longer on the way to the summer solstice, we now have a reasonable window of daylight near the end of the day to go hiking. And if you're one of the many people working from home right now, you don't even have to worry about losing time to your commute. So that's why this year I'm really advocating for weekday evening hikes at whatever trail is closest to your home. Yeah, you know, the the brilliance is you get back that hour, half hour, however much time that you would spend commuting at the end of your day, you can spend kind of pouring into whatever little excursion you want to do. And, you know, nobody likes finding a crowded trailhead on a weekend morning or, you know, rolling out during uh, the middle of the day on a Saturday. But hiking in the evenings, especially on a weekday, is a great way to avoid crowds and get that little dose of nature that's going to keep you rejuvenated, you know, to head back to the workday, you know, to finish out the rest of your week. And Jamie, you recently made a list of places to hike in the evening this season. Um, and I'll read the title off here so folks can go look it up and we'll drop it in the show notes as well. It's called End Your Day with a Dose of Nature at these 15 spring evening hikes around Portland. And today we are going to dive into your suggestions. So Jamie, you didn't rank uh, these hikes, these 15 hikes that you enjoy in your story, but I understand you've made a top five for us today on the podcast. That's right. Just for podcast listeners, I have ranked my top five spring evening hikes in the Portland metropolitan area. It's a very specific top five ranking. Mm -hmm. Definitely. (laughs) You might be asking yourself, what makes a good spring evening hike in the first place? So I am glad that you hypothetically asked that question. So for this admittedly very uh, unofficial ranking, I looked for places that have that natural beauty that you're looking for uh, in, a, in an outdoor recreation area, but that also are places where you can get a decent walk-in at the end of the day. These are also, however, places where the trails are short enough that you can finish your hike before dark. Yes. And, and that's an important thing to note before we get too far along here, right? You probably at this point in the year, uh, unless you're, you know, preparing to do some nighttime, uh, ambling about, don't want to leave the trailhead at, oh, say 7.30 PM, uh, right? Folks want to make sure to leave with plenty of time before dusk. 
and as we've referenced before here on the show, to carry the proper emergency supplies and essentials with you. So all that said, Jamie, kind of disclaimer aside, what do you say we start out your list with number five, the Jackson Bottom Wetlands? This is a great spot for folks who want to have a little bit of wildlife experience in their evening hikes. So, I mean, you think about wetlands, you're talking about bird populations, Um, you know, whether it's your waterfowl or your raptors or your songbirds, they come alive first thing in the morning and they're active again at dusk. So this is a great spot to go if you want to, you know, have maybe some of those relaxing bird sounds, you want to do a little bird watching, um, have some flatter, easier trails just to kind of walk around and just immerse yourself in this wetland setting. My typical go-to national wildlife refuge is actually um, Steigerwald up in the gorge or just in the mm-hmm. mouth of the gorge, but that's closed until 2022. So this is a spot that I have admittedly not been to, but I've researched quite a bit before, and it is just looks like a fabulous wetland spot there. Um, just on the southwest side of Hillsboro. So for folks mm-hmm. who live in the Hillsboro, Beaverton area, you want something that's out there in the suburbs, you don't have to cross town or get on I-84 to to access. Jackson Bottom Wetlands is a really super spot to do some of those evening hikes this season. And for folks who maybe work out in Washington County and live uh, closer or in Portland, uh, it could be a good idea to Go out there and uh, wait out the traffic a little bit. Drive home when you don't have to wait, you know, in the traffic starting, you know, at the Sylvan exit or what have you. Go hike instead. Why not? That's a great idea, you know, and you can to get some takeout dinner, maybe um, take it out there and, and find a nice bench to sit on. Um, obviously, you know, don't feed the birds your dinner, but, um, you know, and, and just enjoy a little, a little bit of, uh, those, those dust colors and some of those nice bird sounds. It just seems like a really, really pleasant spot to end a day. Yes, sir. Very much agreed. So from what the West end of the Metro area to Savi Island for uh, number four on your list, Jamie. Yeah. The number four spot I have is Oak Island. Um, which is just a really beautiful little spot there on Savi Island. The caveat to this, and I think the reason I have it ranked a little bit lower, despite how much I like it, is that it does not open until April 16th. So for folks who want to visit there this spring, you just have to give it you know, a couple more weeks, just wait out for that, that uh, opening to happen. But once it does, it's a really nice end of the day hike so the Oak Island Trail runs, it's just about a two and a half mile loop trail, but it runs through these these really beautiful grasslands there um, on the edge of Savi Island. Oak Island is kind of right at the heart of Savi Island. It's uh, If you look at a map and you're looking at Savi Island, there's that big um, sort of a sturgeon lake at the middle of it. And mm-hmm. Oak Island is technically a peninsula that juts out into part of that sturgeon lake. So the the trail kind of goes along this peninsula through these grassy areas where you'll find cattle um, that are part of a local cattle farm. You can find these great views of Mount St. Helens and Mount Hood. Um, you can find some really tall oak trees, some little tiny beaches to sit on. I mean, it, it's a short trail, but it's a beautiful spot, like I said, to get that those dust colors, to see some mountain views and to end the day with some beautiful nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you wrote, Jamie, it's a two and a half mile round trip. So this isn't going to take you as much time as some others. And if to kind of fit with our traffic theme a little bit, uh, 
you know, I, I don't usually travel US 30 that time of day, but heading out from the Portland area to Savvy Island, I would think kind of once you clear the, uh, you know, the, the heart of the city, you should be more or less in good shape heading out there and can kind of maximize uh, those daylight hours in the evening. Yeah, I think the most traffic you run into is usually coming the other way, especially if you're trying to get on the mm, St. John's yeah. Bridge at that rush hour time. But you know, this is the beauty of, like we said, um, if you're over there already in the afternoon, this is a great way to, you know, kill a couple hours and beat some of that traffic home. One thing to note about the Oak Island Trail is like a lot of other areas there on Savi Island, um, it does require a Savi Island Wildlife Area Parking Permit, which is $10 per day or $30 per year. And you can buy those in those little island stores and other vendors around the area if you don't have one already. We We should do a uh, an episode someday about all of the various passes and things that you need to go hiking in the Northwest. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that is a too much of a tangent, but you got your state parks pass. You've <laughs> so got many. your Northwest Forest Pass. You can do an America the Beautiful Pass, which of course overlaps with yeah, anyway. Uh moral of the story, buy the correct pass. Make sure you've got what you need. Moving on to a place uh to continue the segue here that I don't think you need a pass uh to go to is Council Crest, uh one of the highest points in Portland. Of course, you can drive up there or do a really nice moderate hike up to the top. Yeah, Council Crest is one of the highest points in Portland. Um, A beautiful spot for people to get those mountain views, Mount St. Helens, Mount Hood, Mm -hmm. even a little bit of Mount Rainier. And it's a spot that a lot of people drive to because it's a, a nice, easy spot to drive to. But I love this little hike that goes from Markham Nature Park up to Council Crest. It's a, not a super long hike. It's about 3.3 miles round trip. So up and back. It's about moderate difficulty. So you're going, you know, uphill through the woods, but it's just a nice little hike that goes through this lovely little nature park there in that part of town. Um, and it rewards you at the end with some beautiful, beautiful views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking hiking, Jamie, but uh, for folks who like to travel on two wheels, they like to ride their bike. Uh, Council Crest is a strenuous but highly enjoyable bike ride um, where if you put in the work, you know, going uphill for quite a ways, mind you, a, a tough ride. Uh, you get a really nice coast back down to kind of the heart of the city. And man, uh, those views uh, seem even sweeter once you work for them, I think. A couple of uh, connectors to note in that area, too. This is um, just part of a larger hiking, biking, running area. So the um, Markham Nature Park and Council Crest is part of the Markham Trail, which connects to the Wildwood Trail in Washington Park and runs all the way down Mm -hmm. to um, the Willamette River there at Willamette Park. So that is an option for folks who maybe want to do some long distance running. Uh, Markham Nature Park also has a great entrance off to Williger Boulevard, which is a really popular spot for people to do some, you know, evening runs or uphill walks. For folks who want just a little more kind of basic sidewalk walking or running, um, you can do that on Twiller Boulevard. And if you want to dive into the forest a little bit, there's a spot to jump into Markham Nature Park. And you can, if you want, go up to Council Crest that way as well. So a whole lot of options for folks in this area, kind of around OHSU. I like it, Jamie. Well, I'm champing at the bit here to hear your top two evening hikes in the Portland area for this time of year, but let's rattle those off right after a short break. All 
All right, folks, we are back talking about some of our favorite evening springtime hikes here in the Portland area. Jamie, we have numbers one and two remaining on your list. Let's start with number two, the good old Powell Butte. Jim, I love Powell Butte. Great spot for um, day hikes close into Portland. I think it's honestly, it's one of my favorite parks in Portland to do um, just any variety of day hiking you want. There's just so many trails that run through it. Uh, there are about nine miles of trails in all that kind of crisscross and work their way around the park. So that allows you to do a multi-hour excursion. I did an eight-mile hike around the park a couple weeks ago, or it allows you just to do a couple of really quick up and back short trails up to the top of the park. You know, folks who want to just maybe walk a, you know, a mile or a mile and a half uphill and back, Powell Butte lets you do that too. So it's really kind of a choose your own adventure park. Mm -hmm. And the views you get at the top, as you've been saying, the mountain views are spectacular. Um, there's also some really nice forested areas, um, a lot of sort of steep stairs and hills for people who want to get more of that workout in. Just some, some beautiful, beautiful foliage. It's a great spot for whatever you're looking to do. And, and I'll especially give a plug for the forested areas of Powell Butte. You know, you think of it as kind of, uh, this expanse with views and kind of these gravelly trails and, and, you know, a, a wild, uh, Butte, you know, that, that's kind of above uh, most of the tree coverage and whatnot. But when you head down into the trees, it's really, you know, quite thick forest, beautiful. If I remember correctly, there's some kind of trickling, you know, water creeks running through there, uh, perhaps only seasonally. I don't recall exactly, but uh, man, just a, a pretty spot and kind of, at least for me, uh, some unexpected beauty. Yeah, I, I think there, there's um, a lot to find in there. You're absolutely right, Jim. Those forested areas are just gorgeous. I think a really popular way to do this and a nice way to do it if you're new to the park is to um, starting out from the parking lot, taking that uh, mountain view trail, which is a paved trail. Mm -hmm. It's great for folks um, in wheelchairs, um, for folks. It's a pretty gentle grade, too, for folks who maybe don't want um, as steep of a trail. And mm -hmm. that takes you up to the mountain finder, great viewpoint. And from there, you can do a nice little loop around the top of uh, Powell Butte in kind of that meadowy area. But from that loop trail, there are trails branching off all over the place going into the forest. So what I like to do is to get up there and then just, you know, head down into the woods, meander around for a while down there and eventually work your way back uphill and pop out either back up on that summit um, and work your way back to the start from there or heading out to the other side of the park, taking the pipeline trail. Um, out to the parking lot that way. So there's, a, like I said, just so many ways you can do it, but I definitely recommend getting both those mountain views. And like you said, Jim, getting into that really nice lush forest in there too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Jamie, number one on the list, do you want me to say it or do you want to do the big <laughs> unveiling here? You can unveil it. Unveil it, Jamie. <laughs> So another kind of choose your own adventure spot along the Sandy River near Troutdale, Oxbow Regional Park. I know we've talked about it before, but man, a real favorite, a beautiful place. Just such a winner of a park. I mean, this is this is a classic. You're close enough to the Portland metropolitan area for most people because this is this is kind of out by Troutdale. So folks in for in Hillsborough might be a little farther, but this it's close enough to the city to to be 
super convenient, but it is far enough out that it feels like you're really going somewhere. And the great thing about Oxbow is, is there's just so many good ways to enjoy it. So like, you know, we've talked about this before as a, as a good rainy day hike. There's that lush old growth forest in there, which is just gorgeous. If you haven't been out there in the old growth forest, you got to check it out. Um, there's some nice uh, steeper uh, gravel trails that lead you up to a meadow and a little for a little loop trail in the forest up there for folks who want a little bit more of a workout. And then there's also the trail that runs alongside the river with little access points getting you down to the riverside beach. So, I mean, in one hike, you can be going through old growth forest. You can be getting some climbs, getting some decent views, and mm-hmm. then heading down to the river and having yourself a nice time there by the water. So, I mean, there's just that sheer variety of it and the, the sheer beauty of that spot makes it, I think, just a perfect evening hike, perfect, honestly, afternoon hike, morning hike, any time of day. But, you know, getting out there, it, it feels like you're not stuck in the city by going there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very much so. And a couple of recommendations specifically. Um, one, as simply an alternative to Forest Park, right? A lot of Portlanders uh, are very familiar with Forest Park, a beautiful place, and they're familiar with it for good reason. It's got a fantastic network worth of trails, one that we'll dive into uh, in a future episode of the podcast here. But Oxbow captures a lot of that magic in a slightly different setting and adds kind of that, uh, you know, ability to snake your way down to the river, um, which really makes it quite special. And, and I'll, I'll specifically plug kind of as the days continue to get longer, um, kind of the chance to do a little hike and then maybe even a little riverside picnic type deal to end your day. Jamie, how does that sound? That sounds great. I want to do that right now. <laughs> like, uh, do you think it's 1234 PM? Do you think we can convince the bosses to get out of here a little early, uh, for a stroll and picnic? I, I could feel like some, some Thai takeout and, uh, what, maybe four or five miles and then, uh, some salad just chilling on the beach. Well, that's the beauty. You don't even have to leave work early to do this. You can get out that's and be done with work and just head out there. This is, you know, I also want to mention that, you know, this being along the Sandy river at Oxbow it's a really nice spot too for fishing. So that's what I see a lot of people doing there, um, going to the river to get their rods out, do a little bit of fishing out there. And because the river is such a, a good draw, that means that the forested trails are a little less popular. In other words, that the park is sort of naturally spreading people out based on the variety of experiences it offers. So that means you're never really crammed and stuck into one location like you might be in some other parks. You really have that opportunity to find your own space, whether it's alongside the river or it's on the trail, you know, or it's up in a meadow or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And obviously, you know, we record this still as the COVID-19 pandemic continues and uh, having some of your own space is, of course, paramount. So uh, 10 out of 10 recommendation for Oxbow. And of course, if you folks want to check out the remainder of Jamie's list, of course, 15 places on that list, we will link to that in the show notes. And of course, you can find it on OregonLive.com. Uh, Jamie, before we go, though, it seems like we'd be remiss not to mention some places that you could go in the evening time as the days that do get a little bit longer that maybe are a little bit more ambitious travel-wise. Yeah, every day we get closer to that summer solstice, the days are going to get longer and longer and longer. As they do, we can have more time to stretch out there to farther in the gorge or up on Mount Hood or into the coast range or even out to the coast itself. 
you know, I've had a mm-hmm. great time driving out to the coast for sunset, um, you know, and I had that opportunity. So we, we now have those, those opportunities as we get deeper into the season to do some of that stuff. So, I mean, I've got some of my go-to spots out there in the gorge. Um, we've talked before about, you know, not wanting to show up at Angel's Rest, for example, for a hike mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Bad idea. If you're showing up on a Wednesday evening at five o'clock and you've got a few hours to hike it, that's a great time to go. Yeah. And if you can even, I know we're talking after work here, but if you can skate out a little bit early, you've got a forgiving boss, you started your day a little on the early side, uh, you can just expand your horizons just a little bit more and, uh, you know, really reward yourself with kind of that midweek dose of nature that, uh, I know for me, Jamie kind of rejuvenates me, uh, heading back into the workplace. Absolutely. I like a midweek hike is just crucial. Then you can go back into your, your job or whatever it is that you're doing and, be able to have that that natural sort of healing dose of nature in there and really, you know, have the energy to continue and finish up the week. You know, I and there's so many good spots. I know we talked about there's, you know, a lot of places you can go, but I think the gorge is one of these places that, you know, people are drawn to because it has a lot of options that work really well for this. I love to go up to Hamilton Mountain mm-hmm. on the Washington side of the gorge for evening hikes when it's uh, you know, a little bit later in the season. It's just that that perfect mix of like I'm, I'm exercising. I'm, it's a physical exertion that feels really good for, for where I'm at. Um, and just spectacular views, some really good spots to turn around if you don't have that much time. Um, you know, and you're really getting that sense of you're getting out there. You're getting that dose of nature in. Um, you're getting maybe the exercise you would do at a gym downtown or close to your home or whatever you get to do outside. And, you know, no knock on gyms. Jim, but I, I just, I feel like, you know, going on a hike for me anyway, personally is just a thousand times uh, better of an experience. You know, we've got a list of 15 places that you schemed up that are your favorites, maybe some of the best anywhere though, that you can go escape, mm-hmm. you know, outdoors, whether that's a, a stroll in your neighborhood, a walking trail, you know, uh, close to your house, uh, whatever it may be going on a bike ride, you name it a little time outdoors during the week goes a long way. Absolutely. Wherever that is close to you, get out there, get at it and soak up those good nature vibes. I like it, Jamie. Well, until next time here on the show, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Elliot Noose. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen. <laughs>